Well, hello, hello, my groovy cats and animals and whatever you are. It's your good old friend, Uncle Boo. Here with uh, a very special portent today. <laughs> portent. A very special person here today. You know her. Number nine in your programs, number one in your heart. But it's a very special day for the queen. Ash Handy. It's her motherfucking birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to me. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, dear Ash Handy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Marilyn is singing for Happy me. Happy birthday <laughs> to yeah. <laughs> Happy beautiful. birthday, President. Uh, what a time to be alive. Remember whenever oh, that was our biggest problem? Was yeah. The president was openly fucking a hot yeah, celebrity. Yeah, fucking a hot celebrity. Like, what are you going to fucking do about it? I'm the president. Yeah, that's why. Uh, well, uh, thanks, Rocco. Yeah, yeah. just open the doors. He just comes in as he pleases. I know I'm going to try to rig up a, a light out there so we're for, <laughs> for Red. Oh, yeah, so whenever it says recording. it's recording. Because, you know, here at Boost, at a, I don't know if we should call it Boost Studios. Or I like, like Booth I like, Productions. Booth Productions, or I was thinking calling it the Titty Bar off Sopranos, the Bada Bing Studios. Yeah. So I don't know yet. But anyways, how's everybody doing out there, you big froggy, froggy ladies and gents? It's pretty good over here. This week is not so depressing. The weather the last week in Texas was foggy every fucking day, cloudy and gray and cold. You know, and it was depressing as fuck. Yeah, I won't lie. I was sick last week and then mixed with the weather and then some personal things I've had going on. Ash Handy is depressed. But as y'all know, I don't have (laughs) But as y'all know, I'm not shy to talk about it because I think it's important that we talk about that because mental health is a real pandemic here gonorrhea. in the United States. Yeah. And so is gonorrhea. So <laughs> get no, your- but we ended up serious because I did see a TikTok video and I wanted to talk about depression today because I know it gets bad. But Well, and I they I have seen. And I don't, I always say I see these studies. I don't know where they come from. I don't know how legit they are because honestly, too even legit if, to quit. Yeah. <laughs> even if there were references, you can't trust anything on the no. internet. But I do believe it. It said that overall, especially my generation, are more depressed than other generations because of the shit I was talking to you about earlier. Yeah. Like I've been working for over 15 years and I'm ready to own a house and I'm not asking to be fucking a millionaire. I'm just trying to enjoy yeah. my piece of the pie in life. Exactly. And we can not afford to live, but yeah. nobody can. Like, it's everybody. Yeah. And I'm fucking depressed about it. I'm not going to lie. It's bullshit. And it sounds dumb because you're not supposed to be about, you're not supposed to be depressed about things you can't control. Yeah, see, and that's what. But it's like. That's what really gets me hyped more than anything sometimes. Shit I can't control, but I'm like, it's still going to affect me. Well, and that's what's depressing me the most right now. And it's like, you know, you know us. We're simple. Yeah. We don't have internet. We don't have, like. There's nothing else we can cut down on, aside from smoking cigarettes. But I, if my husband quit smoking cigarettes, he'd probably go to jail for murder. So I 
factor that in as okay. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. But <laughs> I love my life, and I love my dogs, and I love my family. Yes. Like, it's not well, it's anything like, I'm depressed about in my life. It's shit it, I can't control, but how do you not yeah. be depressed about it? Well, it's like I preach to my kids. They're getting to that age or teenagers where the shit they do from here for the next 10 to 20 years is going to affect them when they're my age. Yeah. You know, and I said, I don't hate my life. I love having you kids and stuff. It's just that I hate it that I can't provide for you like I can because the fucking economy sucks so bad. Well, and the sad thing is, though, even if you, you made know? better choices 10 years ago, you'd probably still be fucked in a boat like everybody else right now. Yeah. That's what sucks. But I wouldn't be this bad if I'd have pulled my head out of my ass because I was thinking of one thing. Tacos and cerveza, baby. <laughs> yeah. And a little bit of sugar mixed in there sometimes. You know what I mean? Especially if I've been sitting there at church and I've heard the the same thing over and again. I'll, I'll do me a little snort. I think the only regret that I have with everything that I did in my life, as far as like big adult things, yeah, is not buying that house when I was 20. So I had yeah. something to help me whenever I was ready to buy a house here. Yeah, you'd have had some legway. Mm-hmm. You'd have been making payments on it and... Could have bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, and then by the time I moved here, I would have had money to sell that and get something here. Yeah, but we live and learn. Yeah. And that's like I tell my kids. It's it's In life, you're going to fail. Don't be, be afraid to fail. Try new shit. You never know. I might be successful at it. You know? Well, and I think if you're not failing, you're not learning either. Yeah, but it's all about getting back up, pulling your pants up, and saying, let's do it. But no, I've seen a, excuse me, a TikTok. A guy committed suicide. I want to say it was in the beaches around North Carolina, but a woman was sitting there just videotaping, talking, and all of a sudden, you know, some of them docks they have go way the fuck out there. This motherfucker's in a car, and you see it going. She's like, what the hell? Oh, he drove his car off of it? Yeah. She's like, I hope they fucking stop. And she's like, oh, my God. He didn't hurt anybody else, did he? No, he just, I don't know who, they haven't said how many was in the car or anything, I don't think. But, yeah, he drove right off of it. just, And like I'm saying, I know life can get bad because last week kicked my ass. Well, we've had a lot of suicides in the town that and we then, live in, too. Yeah, and then, you know. We've had a lot. My, just, my kids sometimes are shitheads. I'll just say that. <laughs> and hey, I get stressed out young, about that. Mine's but mine is, too. But it's like me and Jeremy was talking to Tate. I know we're sidetracking, but today, the other day about kids. And... um we were sitting there talking, and I said, yeah, man. And I said, I'm, you know, I never had a problem with my kids at all until they started getting in the fifth, sixth, and seventh grade. And I said, man, that's, and I the, think that's all what that... you got to worry about. And now, if it's it's bad now with our youth, I know. How's it? And then I think of Jolie, I'm Easton, and G. I know. I... It's about the time they're go. I mean, how the fuck is it going to be then? I know, and I'm very much that parent. That does not. And it's scary. I. Because if they can smuggle in and do this shit that, you know. I know. How how, how bad is it going to be when I'm like, God damn, by the time I have, I have a grandkid in my life, it's going to be even worse. Yeah. I mean, I, and that's another thing that depresses me and I can't control it, but it sometimes it just seems like this world's going down a shitter and no one seems to care about it sometimes. They're just like... Because it's a societal collapse. That's yeah. what it is. But I just want to say, guys, me and Ashley know times can get hard. Believe me, 
We know about hard times, baby. We know how it is when you've been putting your hard-earned sweat in a, in a machine factory for 30 years. And then they slap you on the back and say a robot took your job. Here's a watch for all your pain and suffering. Have a nice day. And that That's hard really time. Yeah, too. that really happens. That shit is really happening. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. This IG robot phase is getting fucking cuckoo. And the shit with the borders getting fucking crazy. Oh, God. I don't know if you saw, but it's starting to cause really big issues in some of the northern states like New York. Because oh, yeah, because the immigr- immigrant immigrant problem. Well, they're filling up the schools. and Yeah, they're shutting schools down. and putting, Yeah, and putting these people in there, shutting schools down. Yeah, and people are upset. And, you know, like having to take off work to watch their kids and all this shit because they can't go to school. I've seen multiple videos of people outside of the school, like recording. Protesting and stuff. Yeah, because they're mad. Everybody's mad. Well, they're taking over everything. You know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. They come to this country, get these free handouts, and they want to fucking tear up everything. That's why I'm saying... You know, if Texas ever succeeds, it's succeeds. I wouldn't mind if we do because Ashley, the United States is going. It's going to shit. Bad. I know, and I, I hate to say this, but I think the enemy's already here. There's going to be some big time shit. I think happen in the United States and in Canada. Yeah, um, well, it's already because we got all these people coming across the border. You know, and these people are filtering into every society of life. And you can't tell them that you can't tell them they they look like a normal, you know, person in society. And it's fucking scary. But even in this little bitty old town, you know how when you're in a store or something or just anywhere and you can tell that these people and I'm not trying to be racist. They were Mexicans, but you could tell that they weren't from here. No matter what color they were, I wasn't judging them by what color they was. I just. Man, you could tell that they're not from here. And I meant to, I, to say that, I say this, because we have Mexicans here. But you can tell when someone don't fit into your community. You're, you know, well, I've seen this guy, this guy with some, like, two smaller, like, I guess his sons, going through Walmart. And when they got in there, they was like, oh, speaking Spanish or something. I'm like, it's a fucking Walmart. Why are y'all flipping out? And then it just so happened every time I stopped to look at something, they was like flipping out over the smallest things, like they couldn't believe it. I'm like, that they're not from here. So if they're already infiltrating our small ass town, think how it is everywhere else, guys. Just keep your head on a swivel. And I'm serious, guys, with the depression stuff. If any of y'all ever ever just want to talk there's a hot there's a lot of hotlines or us message us you know message us i always got my phone on me all the time you know especially during football season i'm always checking scores checking fantasy checking up on my other stuff so believe me i get depressed and bummed out too but i'm just a big pussy i could never could do that see that was my problem in austin i couldn't commit suicide so i was like well Next big thing, I could just party my ass off. 
<laughs> that's funny because that's what I did in Oklahoma before I had Jolie. So that was my goal. I wasn't suicidal, but no. I was pretty reckless. Yes. You know what I mean? I pushed the limit on purpose yeah, just me to too. fucking see because I didn't Like care. I had no respect for yeah. my own life, but I wasn't about to like pull no, the trigger. No, yeah, I couldn't pull the trigger or anything like that. I'd fucking, I don't see how I made it home sometimes alive. I'd be so fucked up from the bar, you know? I'd be like... Uh, the only reason I made it home live is because uh, my first marriage was to a radio DJ who didn't drink and always had to go to bars for his work, so always had a ride, always had free alcohol. Honestly, I was fucked up like 90% of our marriage until I got pregnant. And I was the same way. I was just like, I'm... I'm gonna party until I can't because I don't I don't know what else I know, to do. I used to tell everybody I used to look in the mirror every morning and go alright devil let's dance. Yep. Yeah because I used to love doing my little dope stuff in the morning. Do it at lunch. I just drank a lot. Then I'd fucking drink. Well I had to work during the day so I couldn't drink. But after that goddamn, like me and Jeff there'd be some nights we'd be at mine and Jim's house on a Saturday We'd uh, either be watching a pay-per-view or just over there to be over there. Well, we'd cook on the grill and shit. Fucking be drinking, snorting, smoking, you know, all the good shit. (coughs) (coughs) We'd keep doing that, eat a little bit, and then uh, we'd start playing cards. Sometimes we was up till the next morning playing fucking cards. Fucked up. Yeah, I think about all the times. Well, like whenever I was hanging out in the racing scene... It was, and I don't know how they did it either. After being in them hot fucking cars and racing, it'd be nothing for us to stay out at the track till three or four o'clock in the morning after everything was over and everybody left. Damn, just you know, doing all kinds of crazy shit, yeah. riding around the track, like because it was by the river and oh hell. yeah, it's like how did we do that? Yeah, and then in the off season, whenever we couldn't race, we were always at somebody's house doing the same thing. We played. Ring of Fire was the one that we played the most. Where you... I don't even remember how to play it. Uh, I don't. It was a card game where you had a beer in the middle of the table, and every time you had a card, it went under the tab. And then whenever the tab broke from how many cards was underneath it, that game was over, and then you started another one. We'd play that shit till 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, hell. I don't even remember how you played it. Oh, well, that's me. We used to stay up playing Dr. Pepper and Texas Hold On. Yeah. And- well, this Shit one was like a that. stupid adolescent game. Like, fours was for horrors. Oh, so, like, yeah. It, so, it was basically just everybody drew a number, and every number meant something. So, like, fours was for horrors, so all the girls had to drink. Fives was for guys. Um, one of them was waterfall. Like, Don't you know what I mean? Go chasing Dookie Falls. Sorry. It wasn't me. You constipated? No, my back hurts. Here, I'll kick you in it. Just kick me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Just kick me in the face. Yeah, that's here. I'm not really looking forward to it because, I mean, I look at it this way. If, if Trump wins, our country will be ran again. Great. I mean, good. And we'll have some balls back. But if he don't win and Biden or another Democrat gets in there, we're fucked. I just think we're fucked no matter what, so... You know, because, I mean, Biden, I mean, I mean, if uh, Trump wins, then everybody's going to protest and burn the fucking country down and be like, ah, all right. All right, Katie, let's get some uh, stupido news for your ass. Dun, 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 dun. 
Oh, let me get my bifocals on. Bifocals, trifocals, look at me. <laughs> All I want to do is kick your knees. I never try anything. I just do it. This is my movie voice. Coming Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Near you. Ash Handy premieres in. N.W.O. The new world order for takeover. She's the mastermind behind it all. See her fall in glory. April the 15th at noon. I don't know why I came up with that date. I just shot something out of my ass. All right. In Indiana, officers rescue a, uh, rescue circus animals after the truck catches on fire. Oh, that's Yeah, they sad. saved the giraffes, zebras, all the good old animals. They didn't have elephants or nothing like that, but still, though, giraffes. How the fuck do you travel with the giraffe? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, how the fuck are you going to get that bitch under some of these bridges? Okay. I mean, you've seen what happened on uh, Hangover 2. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. When I read that or was writing it down, I was like, hmm. Well, now, I couldn't hardly find shit today or when I was researching. So, you know what state I looked up that never lets me down? Florida. Yeah. So, all of these are Florida, and they're pretty good. Some are kind of fucking gross. But bear with me. Oh, and the uh, stuff I'm reading is not the opinion or how we think here on Borderline Texas Trash. Because one of these is pretty fucking nasty. A Florida man accused in a fatal... Oh, yeah, this one's it. Accused in a fatal triple shooting after trying to date his fucking daughter. Yeah. I guess he wrote her a note saying, I don't want you to date anybody but me and I love you and da-da-da-da-da. And the mom seen it, called a friend over there, and I guess they were talking... And he heard him, so he unloaded his revolver, shot through the bathroom, shot the daughter. I think wounded her, but he killed the mother and the other the the friend. And I'm Sounds like, like the... my stepdad. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. That, that's true. <laughs> Look, think... I'm not trying to be an asshole, okay? But whenever I was having like <laughs> legit domestic issues that had to involve the police, um. With some other family members that I won't name, like the police officers were even, yeah, like they even said, "Well, we usually don't see this unless it's like a couple." And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, "Well, <laughs> well, that's what he's acting like." Yeah, and can't just, help the it. Stepdaughter. Yeah. All right, then we have a Florida man on meth turned himself th- self in. After killing his imaginary so, friend. So, I remember that one, and he was very upset. Yeah. Like, he was really upset about that. Yes. I mean, his his, his picture looks like he's going to cry. Could you imagine being a cop and not laughing in this motherfucker's face? Well, he killed his only friend. I mean, I, I just That was probably uh, his only friend. I couldn't have held it together. <laughs> then we have a Florida man. Listen to this shit. He robs a house. Then he went to, oh, he went to a uh, pawn shop to pawn it. The people that owned the pawn shop was the people's house that he, that he robbed. Into. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so he's got jackass. He's got the jackass sticker of the week. And then we have Florida again. We have a Florida man. Oh, 
And the, uh, oh, okay. A Florida man on the new drug Flicka tried breaking into into jail to see his friends. I have to look this up. The, and this dumb motherfucker is, yeah, it's called Flicka. F-L-A-K-K-A. Flicka, Flaka, Fluka, Flaka. But anyways, yeah, you know why? He, you know, he, how he got caught? He climbed over the fence and got stuck in the razor wire. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's so funny when we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. That's why razor wire is there. Don't go through it, you dumbass. Oh, so it is similar to the street drug commonly known as bath salts. Ah. Why would motherfuckers want to do bath salts? I don't know. It's another synthetic drug. I don't know. It's... God, I don't I know I still why. don't understand the fentanyl thing either, so. Yeah, me neither. Like, not only do you want to be so fucked up that you don't know what's going on, but people 90% that, of the yeah. doses will kill you. People that take that, they're fucking whacked. They're just like. Yeah. And what is, don't get me wrong, I like getting buzzed like anybody else, but I want to be able to enjoy the music yes, and talking and, and talking. you know what I mean? Not just. Be a fucking uh, zombie, just like. Uh, I don't get that. Yeah. I guess that's what I never understood either. Um, you know the movie American Gangster? Yeah. With Denzel in it, and he plays that drug dealer. Oh, yeah. But it was really, truly portraying the heroin epidemic. Yes, because it was so bad. That Well, that but that's the... Uh, I don't understand that See, one either. See, heroin's another one I never figured because out. Because they literally do it, and then they're just... Yeah, Ooh. they're automatically just out. Why yeah. would you want to do something that knocks you out right then? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, that's a heroin. I can't figure that one out. Why Why would you want to do it? But that was our stupid old news, and it was brought to us today by Security Finance, guys. So it's tax season. Go there for your tax needs and go get a loan if you're there. Fuck, I need to do my taxes. I'm just still really mad about owing. I've never owed in my life. Well, I told Carrie at Security Finance for you to go over there. Okay. But Yeah. All right, guys. Now, this week, see, last week I had this uh, stuff lined out, but Ashley wasn't here, and I wanted to do it with her. So, I was sick. We are going to go over, or she's going to go over the uh, Circus Circus uh, Gambling Casino in Las Vegas. And it's a ghost story, and it has mob ties, too, so it's like a, a twofer. Yeah. A fucking twofer. Say it with me, ladies and gentlemen. All right. I'm ready. You go, Gloria. All right. Located on the north end of the Las Vegas Strip, Circus Circus has been a staple of Sin City. Is that what they call Las Vegas? Yep. Since it first opened its doors in 1968. Designed with the whole household in mind, the casino boasts an unmatched collection of family-friendly activities, including the largest permanent circus in the world. To this day, its popular circus acts, carnival games, and indoor amusement park, known as the Adventure Dome, draws millions of tourists from around the world. Add to this the glitz and glamour of a high-end casino, and what you get is something so extravagant that it can only be experienced within the neon glow of this desert metropolis. Mm. But, like most of Las Vegas, there's more to Circus Circus than what is painted on a postcard. 
from infamous mobsters to shocking deaths, this seemingly wholesome vacation spot has become a hotbed of paranormal activity. From phantom noises and strange occurrences to full-body apparitions. The Strip may be known for its ghoulish history, but at Circus Circus, the past has long been over saying it's welcome. (sighs) Quick facts. The Circus Circus opened on October 18th, 1968. Sorry, I seem distracted. That might be a work call, but I don't want to answer it. (laughs) Originally only a casino, a hotel wouldn't be added until 1972. Circus Circus mob dealings partly inspired the 1995 film Casino, which, quick, uh, whatever you call it here, take away from this, Awesome movie based on a true story. Yes. Everybody should watch it if you haven't. Sharon Stone. I'd say in this movie, they all did great. I'm sorry. Hold on just one second. (laughs) I'll pause it. Sorry, guys. Had a work phone call. Yeah, it was a... Had a down giraffe. She had to go give me All right. Anyway, so... Casino. Awesome movie. It is like two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's long, but it's Um, fucking worth it. In my personal opinion, it was one of Robert De Niro and yes. uh, Sharon Stone's best movies. She, man, she played a real piece of shit in that movie. Yeah. And she, and she was beautiful, and they made her look gross at the end. Yes. Well, she looked kind of like the real woman, the real woman she portrayed, and that woman was a piece of shit like that. God, that was awful. And then that creepy guy that always came back around. Yeah, and of course, they made James Woods play him. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> Ooh, piece of candy. It always reminds me of fucking Family Guy. Oh, God, yes, how him and Peter hate each yeah. other. And he's a creep. He uh, always plays a creep. He plays the nasty priest in Scream 2. Oh, he does, yeah. Ah, those enchiladas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yes. <laughs> Whenever he's freaking making out with the lady he's supposed to yes, be exercising. Yes, he's supposed to be extra, doing the exorcist on her. Yeah. So they start going, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but she's like, F me. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and then they all throw up on each other for like yes, 10 they're minutes. they're laughing and they're all, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch The Pope's Exorcist on Netflix? The Pope's Exorcist? No. Yeah, you should watch that one. It's really good. They throw up on each other. Russell Crowe. I don't think there's throw up in that one. Oh, it's Russell Crowe. Yeah, he looks He's so good. different now, though. He gained weight for it. He's a big old burly dude with a beard. Oh like, my god, belly and everything. Oh god. Yeah, he was so hot. I don't, man, An American gangster. He was so hot. That man. That can't be good for their bodies to do that. You know, I've wondered that too. Because there's mean, so many of them get fat for a role, get yes. super skinny for a role, get malnourished. Look at for Christopher a role. Ba- the Bailey, the Batman dude. Well, they're. What is the movie that Tyler told me about? They're redoing Roadhouse. Oh, no. Why? I know, I know, I know. And they're having Jake Gyllenhaal play. Who's that? Um, damn it. He Roadhouse. was. He was in. Uh, God, he's been in so many movies. Did you see Southpaw? Yeah. Okay. The fighter dude? Oh, yeah. That guy. Oh, he was hell. in the military movie, too. Yeah. I don't remember what that one was called. He's playing. Oh, he was Brokeback Mountain, too. Yeah. Um, he's playing in it, and he got fucking jacked. Like, you know how Zach Efron got jacked for the Iron Claw? Yeah. That's how, what he, how he's gotten. Oh, my God. Yeah. I still want to see that. I know the Iron Claw. 
Some of the historians say it's a good movie. There's some kind of Hollywood sprinkled, but it's still all in all, it represented them pretty good. Yeah, I just couldn't get over how big Zac Efron got. For yeah. Him. All right, back to the story. Sorry. All right, Circus Circus is also the home of the Adventure Dome. Welcome, a popular to the amusement Dome. park, the Haunted Casino. Considering that Circus Circus, as both a casino and a hotel, has hosted tens of millions of people over the past five decades, it's not hard to believe that it has also been the site of a multitude of horrific crimes, the latest which happened on June 1st, 2018. On that night, two people were found dead in their hotel room, the victims of a cold-blooded murder. The Vietnamese couple who were visiting the casino on vacation had been brutally stabbed during what turned out to be a robbery gone wrong, leaving a horror show behind. A horror show? What the hell? While murders like these are not unusual for any of the long-standing attractions that have graced the dusty streets of America's favorite adult destination, the number of incidents at Circus Circus alone has gained the casino a notable reputation. Whew. And the reputation doesn't end there. With every tale of murder that has attached itself to Circus Circus over the years comes more whispers about paranormal activity. To little surprise, guests of the hotel and casino have been long reporting strange sounds, moving objects, and even wandering spirits. Some of these hauntings have a ring of familiarity, like room furniture being displaced or the sound of whispering in the halls. But other phenomena, like the ones that the casino is most known for, are what really have the guests and employees looking over their shoulders. Mm. It all started in room 123, where many years ago, a mother and her young son were found dead from an apparent murder-suicide. Wow. What drove the woman to take her child's life and then end her own will now never be uncovered. But she the reverberations of that heinous act are still being felt in the hotel to this day. Now loud screams and a child's plea for help can be heard coming from that room and the hallways surrounding it. And the words, help me, have appeared on numerous occasions across the bathroom mirrors. See, we need to rent that room, do a podcast in it. That would be kick-ass. I don't like stuff with kids. That I really is, don't yeah. like that. That that's, is creepy, though. A kid, that'd yeah. give me nightmares hearing a kid beg for his life yeah, before right. he died. Yeah, I don't like that. And quick tangent again, fun fact about me, Stephen knows this too. I listen to true crime all the time on my podcast. I watch uh, Law & Order SVU all the time, but you can ask anybody. I skip all the shit about kids. Yeah, that's I cannot amazing. listen to kids. Yeah. There was even a show, this was years ago, that I watched for a little bit, and this reminded me of it, on Netflix. It was supposed to be like a, a snapped kind of show just about women. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I want to watch it because it's about women going crazy and doing crazy shit until I got on the episode of the woman who killed both of her twins. And I, like, still have never been able to get that story out of my head. She was single, wanted to go out that night, couldn't find a sitter. Wow. So so, so the first kid. one went pretty peacefully, but the other one she had to, like, chase down and viciously murdering shit and he was begging for help and it was horrible and I was like I will literally never get this out of my head and I do not I just can't all them documentary I know that everybody talks about them but all the documentaries um that they come out with on Netflix about these kids too I can't watch them 
Yeah. I can't. That one kid that ended up dying of malnourishment, they made eat cat litter and wear a dress. Yes. I couldn't watch that. Yeah. The only one I watched, the only one I watched was that abducted in plain sight because that was the craziest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. And they were all, everybody was acting so normal about it. That's the only kid related crime drama that I suggest everybody watch on Netflix. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. Everybody's watching it. All right. So that happened to my cousin Joe. We're all in agreement that we don't like. Crime buckets. Okay. Staff has seen him time and time again wandering the halls on the first floor, crying out, begging for help, and searching desperately for something. He yeah, is that e- would sometimes give you the he is even hand in hand with his own mother, the two of them appearing in hallways and asking about a man named Robert. Of course, they would always disappear quickly, never leaving a trace or any clue of who Robert might have been. Would uncovering his identity better understand what happened in that room that night? We'll never know for sure, but many still believe that Robert might hold the key to understanding this grisly murder. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. The tale is tragic, but what about the other strange things that are witnessed on the property? Like yeah. the three male apparitions who have been seen in the kitchen or the sounds of screams that can be heard outside of the top floor windows. Well, reality, as they say, is often stranger than fiction, and a look into the casino's past tells us everything we need to know. The truth is, death is no stranger to circus, to circus because of one man and one man alone. One of the most prolific killers of his time, and he wasn't a serial killer or a maniac or even a monster. He was a businessman. Over the past five decades, Circus Circus has seen a great deal of success, undergoing countless expansions and renovations to make it what it is today. Holy shit. Now it is nearly overwhelming 23,928 square feet of casino space attached to 3,767 hotel rooms and a circus and an amusement park. Wow. But it wasn't always that way. When it was first opened by Jay Sarno and Stanley Mullen in 1968, the casino was modest, only offering a few blackjack tables, roulette wheels, crap tables, and slot machines. It was well-received, especially by families passing through, but it failed to get the attention of the infamous Las Vegas high rollers it needed to make its mark. high rollers. This happened for one big reason. It didn't have a hotel. Without the big spenders, Circus Circus soon found itself nearing financial ruin, leading the desperate owners to seek out a $23 million loan from the Teamsters Pension Fund, which at the the time... (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, um, which at the time was deeply connected to the American Mafia and other criminal enterprises in Chicago. So that, in casino, Teamsters is what funds all those casinos that they run. Yep. That's the board that Robert De Niro was sitting on. He makes sure everything runs right, and they're making their money, because they had the they had the perfect chance now with gambling being legal there, where they could fucking actually make a shit ton of money legally. Their intention with the money was to build a hotel that would help attract more high rollers to the casino, which they did in 1972, completing a 15-story tower that offered 409 rooms. 
The addition was a success, bringing in more gamblers, but it also brought with it a new business partner from Chicago, Anthony Spiltoro. Anthony John Spiltoro, nicknamed Tony the Ant, was an infamous American mobster for the Chicago outfit and the real-life inspiration for Nicky Santoro, a character played by Joe Pesci in the film Casino. In fact, much of the movie was based off of Spiltoro's time in Las Vegas and his connection to Circus Circus. Spiltoro. Spiltoro. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not saying this right, but it's okay. It's okay. It's <laughs> Italian. Yeah. Spilatro. I don't know. Whatever. Joe Pesci, leader of the Hole in the Wall gang, was put in charge of the casino's gift shop as a cover for his illegal business dealings. In reality, he was managing the Outfits Casino's profits, known as the Skim, for both Circus Circus and the other mafia-owned casinos on the Strip, as well as pulling off numerous robberies and contracted assassinations. So, if you watch the movie Casino, they actually follow all this very closely, and they explain it in such great detail that there's no way that you couldn't understand it. It was very interesting. It was actually a very informal movie. It wasn't just like, hey, we're doing mob shit. He was... Nikki was the voice, and De Niro was the voice. He was the brain. They took turns narrating and telling yeah. you, like, what exactly was going on here, yeah. play by play. And De Niro's character, he was the brains of the operation. He was smart. See, and that's what got him in trouble, though, his sidekick, oh, Joe yep, Spilatro. If he would have just kept it down, you know, not doing everything he did, not well, telling how long they would have lasted. It says he did well for many years and was rumored to be responsible for dozens of brutal mob hits in the area, including but not limited to throwing people out of hotel windows. But he would eventually get greedy and overstep his boundaries, putting him on the wrong side of his employers and leading to his own bloody and gruesome murder on June 14th, 1986. Yep. Many of the ghosts that linger in Circus Circus today have been attributed to him and it isn't hard to imagine. There has never been a final count of the murders he was responsible for, but it is well known that many of them must have taken place in and around the hotel. Maybe he himself is even one of them, strutting across the casino floor like he still runs the joint. Yeah, I didn't realize how similar that was to the movie. Yeah. It's pretty spot on that they did there. Yeah, they did. It's a good fucking movie. It's fucking great. It's amazing. I just hurt for Robert De Niro in it because he was so smart and he could have any woman he wanted... Yes, and but he honestly, fell for the that piece was one of, of his biggest down. That was probably his biggest downfall yeah. in the movie was his best friend and the woman he chose to be with. Yep, and then they ended up screwing. But you know what's funny? It was the same thing in Blow. Yeah, that's remember true. his wife was the one that fucked him over. Yeah, the stupid she bitch that fucked... he picked to be with. Yeah, that Brazilian chick. Yeah, she was the one that was coked out and got him sent back to jail. Yeah, and then acted like it was his fault. Yeah. Fucking women, man. Yep. And he was almost home free. I know. I know. Anyways, all right. I got a special treat today. I got a list of the twenty of twenty movies that are turning thirty years old this year. I'm excited. And I got some good ones. Actually, he's over here going. Ooh. All right. We're gonna start with number twenty. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Interview with a Vampire. And probably the only movie I like Tom Cruise in. Yes, this movie was very, very good. But you know, 
uh, one person I felt sorry for in the movie was that little girl. I know, me too. Like she said, I'm never going to get to grow up. I'm always going to be a little girl. Yeah. Why did you do this to Which me? Which one of you did it? Yes. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I understand why I did it, but like she said, I should have just been better off dead. So if no one has ever seen it, Brad then Pitt, go to hell. Tom Cruise, oh. and Kirsten Dunst in her adolescence. Christian Slater is a um, reporter. Reporter, like interviewer, dude. in the New York City in like the nineties, and he is um, interviewing a real vampire who is Brad Pitt. But instead of just telling the story, they obviously go back and show you in film everything. And they're old they got New beat, Orleans I mean, vampires. When they got bit and everything, yeah. it goes back pretty far. It's a very long movie, but. Very worth the um, very worth the watch. It's one of my personal favorite yes, movies. It's really very good. Then the next one we have is Legends of the Fall. Now that is a Brad Pitt movie too, but it's good. It's on Netflix, and I've not watched it yet. Dude, so I wanted to, to know it. if it was any good because oh, it's, it's about war, right? Now it's basically about its family, basically Brad Pitt and his family, because it goes through the war times. It goes through. It's cool. And, then, and uh, I think Anthony Hopkins, the guy that played Hannibal Lecter, and he is dad. Yeah, he's the dad. Yeah, that's There's, cool. It's been on Netflix for like a week, and I watch it. It's good. I didn't know anyone who'd seen it, so it's fucking awesome. I'm glad I liked to it watch a lot. It. Then of course everybody's fat. Well, I remember this one. I don't know if Ashley will. Uh, the professional. It was about well, a hit Natalie man. Portman was a kid in it. Yeah, he was a professional hitman. And her family got shot up because of a crooked cop. And he took her in, right? Or he, that's why she goes to the professional, because he's keeping her away from the cops. But then he ends up dying because of her. But she gets away, and then she starts doing his job. Were they close? Was he nice to her? Yeah, I never nice. watched it. I know what it is, but I've never watched it. Oh, excuse me. All right, now we have Shawshank Redemption, and I know everybody liked that one. That was a good one. I've never seen it. What? I know, I know. Isn't it about the one where he gets out of prison? Oh, yeah, Shawshank Redemption. No, it's a, well, kind of, it's about the Andy Dufresne, that lawyer. And it's got Morgan Freeman in it, and he's narrating it. Is it the one with the mashed taters guy? Like, mm mm-hmm. Billy no, Bob, he's Billy not Bob Thornton. No, he's what not movie is that one then? Where he's in jail? Like, oh, oh, that's that, like. that's Sling Blade. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's Sling Blade. You're way off. I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that's Sling Blade. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Um, no, then I guess I don't know what the Shawshank Redemption is. Well, you need to watch it. It's good. But it, is it about prison? Yeah. Okay. You'll like it, though. It's very, very good. Then you'll love this one, and I know you've seen it. That's a weird fucking movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino film. Barn Killers. That movie was crazy. And if you want to see Woody Harrison in a weird role. Dude, he's so scary. (laughs) Yes. I hate to say this word, but it is just trigger warning. It does happen in the movie whenever he's raping that chick. And she's, like, jealous about it. And his eyes yes. get all like crazy and kooky, and he's like, Wee! <laughs> "I was like, I'm so fucking scared right now." Yes, he did good in that. It's uh, yeah, he did good in that one. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, you never see him in a role like that again. No. He just... Because he, he always it. plays, like, funny guys or serious yeah. guys. Like, he was my favorite character in The Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He's been one of my favorite actors of all time. And oh, it was God, him yeah. and Juliette Lewis. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that was... <laughs> I was actually just talking about that movie last night. And I it was one of Quentin oh, God, Tarantino's and that films. one part where uh, that guy's, you know, going down on her. And then she ends up kicking his ass and killing yeah, him. Yeah, because she said, oh, and she was like, that's the worst, worst fucking head, head I've I ever had. had. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's why you I've never him. seen her play a part like that either. Yeah, she was a raunchy old hoe. Yeah. She always plays like parts like she did in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah. Or like, like, do you that, remember yeah. the other sister where she played the mentally retarded girl? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So whenever I saw her in this one, I was just like, yeah, it's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> Then we have The Little Rascals, the remake. That one was good. Oh, there's an original? Yeah, the black and white one from back in the day. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Look up Spanky and all them guys. Alfalfa. Yeah, I didn't know that's there was a I black the, and white one. That's where I get the Ote buckwheat. Yeah. It's the, yeah, Little Rascals. That was a remake. Yeah, I thought that was the first you know, one. No, the originals back in the day. Oh. Yeah. Look at that. Alfalfa, buckwheat, uh... How cute. Yeah. That's funny. Oh, man. It's next learn, one. Learn something new every day. It's next one. I know you like it. I hope you've seen it. I love it. Airheads. It's with Adam Sandler and the guy off of uh, Encino Man. I've never seen that one. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Adam Sandler's young. I've Airheads. never even heard of that one. I'm going to look it yeah, up. Yeah, look it up. Airheads. It's a fucking amazing most movie. of the w- ones on here i know what they are but i haven't seen it oh brendan frazier yeah i like him a lot ew and uh Bus- bushimi yeah he's a he's funny he's, he's the basis i'll have to watch that look yeah. at adam sandler yes he's young as what hell. a little cutie patootie he was all right, now we got The Crow, man. And this movie was good, movie. but I hate it in a way because that was Brandon Lee's last movie. The guy that played The Crow? Yeah, that was his last movie. You didn't know that? No. You didn't know he died making that movie? Oh, he died while filming it? Yeah, someone, it was supposedly some put a live round in the scene. Well, you know they're remaking that one, too. No. Yep. Why can't they leave shit alone? Because they're running out of stuff. God damn it. You cannot make that with someone else. That's Brandon Lee. Let me see here. And I love how they made the crow so dark. You know what I mean? I loved it. It was awesome. And it happened on Valentine's Day, didn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. Or was it Halloween night? I thought it was Valentine's. Let me look it up. Yep. They are making a new one. It comes out next year or this year. The only thing I have to say about that idiots is the guy that they pick to play the crow for the new one is really good. It's the guy that played the new it. I don't give a shit. Let me see. When did the crow? The crow came out in 2015 of the four. No, it didn't come out then. I just want to know if it happened on Valentine's. I thought it was for some reason. I don't know why I thought it was Valentine's. Or was they going to get married on Halloween? I don't remember now. Just tell me what fucking happened. 
I don't understand. <laughs> please, please tell me now. All right, well, she's looking that up. Oh, okay. What? I remember now. It wasn't Valentine's Day. This is a this is a real thing. So one of the girls that I work with lived in Michigan for a while. She was telling me how crazy this shit is. Um, the night before Halloween in Detroit, Michigan, they have something they call Devil's Night. Oh. They basically treat it like a purge. Like, it's not federally funded or anything. Yeah. But, like, people, like, she said, literally, like, you would lock your house up and hope that nothing happened to you. She said it was fucking crazy. Holy In The shit. Crow, it happened on Devil's Night because yeah. they were out on that night whenever people were out doing that shit. Oh, okay. So it wasn't Valentine's Day. It was Devil's Night. Devil's Night. Max, what are you doing? Get over here. Yep. Devil's it is. Night. It is a real thing. Um... It is called Devil's Night, October 30th, night before Halloween in Detroit, Michigan, in the surrounding areas, uh, especially from 1960 to 1990, which is when she lived there. She wow. said it was really bad. Communities respond by promoting um, vandalism and arson, widespread crime. Wow. Yeah. So it's just like the fucking movie. Yeah. She said, imagine the wow. purge just right before Halloween. That's effed up. Yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. That is so crazy. All right. The next one is this Ventura. I can't do it, Captain. The pet detective. Oh, Einhorn. Just Finkel. put me Finkel in, Einhorn. coach. <laughs> I can play. Joey loves that movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, whenever he bends over and he's talking, he's like, let me ask you something. <laughs> oh, God, yes. I used to love doing that to people at school. I'd get in trouble so much. Yeah, because it came out. 94. I was 17 years old. I was one year old. Yeah. <laughs> I was 17 of them years old. Then we have the client. I don't remember that I don't one. know what that is. Let me look it up just really fast. Because I, I want to. Tell me lies. Tell me sweet, sweet little, little lies. Give me, give me thighs, give me chicken thighs. You know, I don't know, but it had Susan Sarandon and Tommy Lee Jones in it. Oh, wait a minute. Does that ring a bell? Yes, that rang a bell. Yes. Yes. It's a thriller. It's good. I just remembered it. He's uh, he, that, there's the a little boy, boy comes across some shit he's not supposed to know yeah. about. That's what this says. Yeah. That looks like a good one, though. Susan Sarandon and Tommy Lee are both very good. Yeah. All right, the next movie is Pulp Motherfucking Fiction, baby. Quentin Tarantino again. That was a good movie. I I can't even describe that one. All right, our next. I have the vinyl at home, though. It was that good. Oh, yeah? Then our next one is The Flintstones, the remake. That one it's was all right. It's The Flintstones. Do, 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 do. From the town of Butt Rock. <laughs> We I love, love to play I butt, rock, butt every rock every day. All right. Now the next one is The Mask. God. Jim Carrey was busy that year. That's two movies. Then the next one is True Lies. That was a good movie. That's got um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it and um, Jolie... Get, uh, what's a oh Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis yeah yep. 
Yeah, and there's a stripping scene. Yes. I only know about this because I didn't know what that movie was, and there was nothing on TV, so I put it on in the lobby. Yeah. At my work. Oh, God. And then everybody was like, hey, I know this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis is about to strip. And I was like, what? Mm. I would also like to um, reiterate a, a statement that I made. Pulp Fiction is directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Natural Born Killers. He did not direct. He sold the script to somebody else and they directed it. So it was his oh. story, but it was not one that he directed. Okay. I say. I like to be correct about my yes. information. Or you would get fact checked. Yeah. And then you'd be in jail. All right. The next one is The Lion King. Oh, so sad. Say it again. Say it again. So Mufasa, so Mufasa, sad. Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing that to my son. We'll be driving down the road out in the country or something, and I'll look around and say, man, son, look at all this. Do you know one day this will not be yours? <laughs> yeah, that movie's sad. It's still sad it is, when yeah. I watch it now. Especially whenever, even though it's like a kid film, yeah. Scar's like, you killed your dad. Yeah, <laughs> like, you killed you know your what I mean? father. Run away. Yeah, it just fucks me up every time. All right, then we have. I don't know what that is. Quiz show. Do you? I don't remember that one either. Let's see here. Yeah, see, it was pretty popular then. See. Ooh, I don't know, but I do really like the guy in it. I hate him. No. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. He's always mean to me. On um, on a punch me in the water ball. boy. Oh, Whenever God. it shows him saying that on the phone. Yes. And, and then you look down, he's wearing feet. high heels. I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. I don't. Does that ring a bell? It doesn't ring a bell. No, nah, it don't ring a bell to me. Yeah. I don't know. I like that actor, though. But Yeah. I just don't remember the movie. I don't, Ava. All right. Now we got Dumb and Dumber. Oh, my God. Want to hear the most. I can't. I cannot. Want to hear the most annoying sound of the word? <laughs> ma. Gee. Bird. <laughs> ma. It always reminded me of Justin and Jared. Oh, my God, like, yes. I just can't. They sell a fucking blind kid a dead bird. <laughs> and he's over going, chirpy, chirpy. Hey, pretty bird. <laughs> hey, pretty bird. Oh, God. Now, this one. See if you remember this one. Speed. With hmm. uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And uh, I never saw that one. What's that other name? Sandra Bullock. Yeah. It was a good one. I never saw that one. It was good. It was kind of dumb, though, because they're on a bus. There's a bomb on it, but it has to be going 55 miles an hour nonstop, or it will blow up the minute it goes, <laughs> what goes sorry, down. I'm sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm like, stupid concept, but all right, movie. Now, I remember when this movie came out because it came out of the summer before my senior year of high school. And I hate it because it was one of my favorite movies until I found out he was a kid fucker. Yeah, son of a bitch. Fuck Tom Cruise. Even though you make a good dang retard. No, not Sorry Tom. if I offended uh, everybody. I mean, fuck Tom Cruise too, but uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm sorry. Tom Hanks. Yeah, he's a fucking shithead. But that's a list of movies that are turning uh, 17 this year. They came out in 94. Hell you. Well, you got anything to add there, Senor Cheese Dick? Senor Peepee. 
Mm, I don't think so. I don't know, but I need to quit wearing my booty shorts when I go mow. I had someone stop me the day and whistle at me and go, hey, baby. What's that PP do? And I'm like, I, I don't know. It pees. Nothing. <laughs> You're like literally nothing. <laughs> it's dead. Look, look, nothing uh. there. I, I, he won't be alert. And she was had some blue chew in her purse and said, "Sounds like you could use some blue chew." And then it, I started dancing down the road. Birds were flying. Yeah, it's kind of like a Mitos commercial, but a blue chew commercial. Oh, I threw up a little bit. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're going to do it again. Did you taste it? I got a taste? headache, and that BC powder's coming back up. Ah. <laughs> like, yeah, she was snorting a couple lines of BC to start the show off. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. I'm fine. It's fine. Uh, you, you, uh, you got anything there, Cheesy? I don't think so. But we're going to keep working on the stuff for our show, guys, and then... One day Ashley's going to come over when she's not busy and we're going to have a creating day. We're going to start putting down our names for our shirts and shirt ideas and we're going to start coming up with ideas for this. Kicking uh, Ash is my favorite one so far. I definitely got to make that do a t-shirt. And then uh, she came up with a new one the other day. Uh, what's put up? Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, you sons of bitches. I hope you all have a great and safe weekend. I want to say thank you for all the numbers. are doing good. Just keep on doing it, man. And uh, I got ghost stories told from the south. Got that one too. So I guess uh, if you ain't got nothing there, uh, birthday <laughs> Sorry. girl, she's <laughs> over here biting her lip. And I, I was like this. See, this is when we need to have a video. <sighs> I she's was over deep here in just thought. yeah, I'm okay she was now. deep in thought, biting her lip. I mean, it really did look like she was getting ready to just fucking drop a deuce. <laughs> yeah, it. W- <laughs> she was like, mm. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> All right, Miss Deuce. We will see you guys later. Have a good Mrs. one. Have a Deuce great one. Mrs. Deuce to aisle one. Mrs. Deuce <laughs> to aisle one. <laughs> Deuce, come in, please. Deuce. Yeah, hey, if y'all see her in public, that's what you call her now. Great. Yeah. Miss Deuce. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. She's going to be in Walmart. Someone's going to go, Deuce. <laughs> Deuce. I hate you. <laughs> Deuce in the house. <laughs> Oh, my God. So if you see her, deuce. Deuces, baby. Deuce. I've had more nicknames in my life than I think anyone I've ever met. That's what we ought to do. Is just put your nicknames all over your uh, shirt you're wearing. I will. I'll make me a nickname shirt. His is a shithead. Because he eats caca. Yeah, I told everyone your <laughs> secret, Max. He's got some human eyes sometimes. I hate you him. notice that? <laughs> yes. I swear he's a skinwalker. I mean, a ship shifter. But anyways, I'm going to get out of here. Ash is going to get out of here and bake some cakes, I guess. All right. But uh, I love you guys. Y'all be good. Thanks you for everything. And uh, don't drive in the left-hand lane on a rainy day. See you later.